Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, we're going to head to all the developments for Fresh Blood coming up roughly a week's time from when you are hearing this. We'll also talk about November's Let's Wrestle fundraiser, all types of other news and tidbits and all that good stuff. And before we begin, of course, let me introduce the head of the Limitless Table and the man who mounted the metaphorical head of Blitzkrieg in his bathroom after winning the two-night war. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to fine people. Oh, I certainly did mount the metaphorical head of Blitzkrieg. It is uh, up and presented nicely, but I- I'm doing great today, Josh. How are you? Things are good. Things are good. Yeah, looking forward to fresh blood. I see uh, a little bit more content on that website of yours. want to know that's happening. You know, it's pretty good stuff there. Yeah, I've seen the old Jay Nason popping up on the website lately. I'm curious if other people have as well. Uh, a lot of articles popping up on the site lately. A lot of traffic on the Limitless site. So it's uh, it's nice to see. And if you're looking for a few articles to read, maybe some background on a few of these matches heading into Fresh Blood, uh, check out LimitlessWrestling.com. A little revamped lately. That's right. LimitlessWrestling.com slash news. And hopefully, Randy, you'll uh, get that connection going to social media. These things will auto-tweet out, and then more people, the masses, will see them. That's going to be the way. That will be the way. That is the way. And we are on the way to Fresh Blood 2022, the third edition of this uh, this series, so to speak, if I remember right, Randy. And Saturday, October 29th, the Yarmouth and Vets Hall in Yarmouth, Maine. Tickets going fast, as always. 60% or so sold out as of this point. But you always know people make those decisions the last couple of weeks. But if you know you're going, lock in your seats now. Tickets available at LimitlessWrestling.com. And Randy, I always ask you how uh, what's your feeling on the card coming together? How's how things going? I always think Fresh Blood is pretty exciting. It's a card that's full of opportunity because uh, it's really based around returns and debuts. It's based around people getting the opportunities that maybe earlier in the year that they may not have had. And as we take this next step into the next chapter of Limitless Wrestling, now we're going to find out who's going to lead the way, who's going to lead the charge of the wrestlers moving into the next year of Limitless Wrestling. And uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, we did put this on hold during the closed tapings because I do feel like this is such a, a live audience interaction kind of feel that you have to have with these events. And uh, they're really going to decide who you see again in Limitless Wrestling and who you don't out of the new faces here at Fresh Blood. That's right. And since uh, we last spoke, a lot of stuff has come together. Got some names announced for the card. I'm sure some matches will be put together by the time you're hearing this. But let's go over what we have so far. We have the first time ever. The workhorsemen taking on the Shook Crew. Shook Crew's uh, coming in on an impressive four-match win streak in both tags and trios matches. And, of course, the workhorsemen have not uh, teamed up in Limitless since December 2021. Of course, that was the best of three, the finale in the best of three series against MSP. That happened, obviously, in Yarmouth, Maine as well. So, you know, uh, Shook Crew, again, they're they're surging. They're doing great. And here comes this uh, this ominous shadow. Uh, from from out of nowhere in uh, J.D. Drake and um, Anthony Henry. These guys, uh, I, I don't have to tell you when listening to us how good they are, hard-hitting they are. So the show crew, you know, they're always in for a good time. They better be ready for a fight when it comes to this one. Yeah, we've seen time and time again, not only in Limitless, but on the independent scene in general. If you're a team that really wants to test yourself and take the step up in competition to the next level, who do you call? J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry, the workhorsemen. So... Shook Crew, uh, they've been on a run. Like you said, four-match win streak lately in tags and trios. Uh, They were in the finals of the Limitless versus Blitzkrieg five-on-five tag match a few weeks ago in Enfield, Connecticut. 
I think they're doing the best work in their career right now. Bobby Orlando in incredible shape, as is Bryce Donovan, who's overcome uh, some crazy injuries earlier this year to still have a career year. Uh, they've really got to turn it up, though. Henry and Drake not coming to play around. And uh, MSP, I saw them talking on Twitter a little bit about this matchup when it was announced. I think just happy that the workhorsemen are on a card and they're not wrestling MSP for once because they're going to get the night off and they're going to, you know, their chests and bodies are going to feel a little better as they watch this one from the back and see what the Shook crew can do against these guys. And J.D. Drake certainly to be extra ornery in this after his loss to a beef last time out. So, yeah, it should be good coming up at Fresh Blood. Also at Fresh Blood, this is interesting. So last month you had Desmond Cole winning the Shoot Your Shot four-way, and which uh, he could pick any match he wanted to coming up for Fresh Blood. Now, I think probably maybe a lot of people assume he may be going for a title or something like that. However, one of the other combatants in that match, Channing Thomas, goaded Des Cole, the big bufa, into actually challenging him instead. So that's what he got. Challenge accepted. Desmond Cole versus Channing Thomas. And yeah, I mean, we all know what big bufa brings to the table since he's been in Limitless early this uh, debuted in Limitless earlier this year. Uh, just energetic, uh, unpredictable, and just, again, full of energy is probably the best way of putting it. Against uh, Channing Thomas, who had uh, you know, a decent showing coming up at, or the past thing at the Limitless versus Blitzkrieg and more of a, you know, a grounded style, but uh, can really get down and dirty if he needs to. This should be interesting. Des Cole versus Channing Thomas. Yeah, Des is really someone who's been you know slowly but surely making his way up the card in Limitless. Had a, a big setback at the Vacation Land Cup, losing to Charles Mason in the first round when uh, I think he was the underdog favorite. That's what it felt like going into the Vacation Land Cup, but... A big bounce back win last time, like you said, in the four-way, the shoot your shot. And, yeah, he got he got put in a tough position there by Channing, who essentially called him out uh, as not being a good enough wrestler to beat him in a singles match or, uh, you know, trying to make him test his stuff against Channing one-on-one because world-class didn't really get a good feel for the big boof in that four-way. It seemed like every time Channing would get the upper hand, Desmond Cole would be there to uh, just take out Channing one way or another. It was uh, tough for Channing to get a feel. I think Channing, I mean, he's lost two straight four ways. He may not have a feel for multi-man action, and I think that was coming out a little bit, uh, you know, as he approached Desmond Cole backstage. But we've got this singles match set up. First time ever these two have competed one-on-one. I'm pretty excited because it feels like a must-win for both of them. Even though Desmond Cole is coming off a win last month, he really wants to string it together and get to the chance of big match opportunities in Limitless Wrestling. Uh, I think a lot of people either thought he was going to select the championship match against Ace Romero or maybe the one-on-one match that he's been wanting really since August against Alec Price since they had a little banter at the Vacation Land Cup. But it starts with Channing. It starts with Channing on the 29th, and uh, we're going to see who really takes the next next step forward in this year Limitless Wrestling with Channing or Bufa. And next matchup that has been announced, uh, announced on the card, we have what I call the, the past-slash-present versus the present-slash-future. That was the Lufisto Versus Becca, Lufisto, the indie wrestling Hall of Famer. Becca, uh, we know what she brings to the table. And she's been having you know, some struggles as of late, right? She hasn't been able to pick up the W in Limitless when uh, when she's needed to and wanted to. We obviously saw her come up short against recently against Alec Price uh, when he was uh, still Limitless Wrestling Champion. Uh, still kind of weird to say that, but here we are. And we had, uh, obviously, Becca losing Delmi XO and kind of flipping out at Ashley Box and really just showing a a different side of her that we haven't seen before. I don't know what's going on between the ears, but she's uh, going to have to be very focused when it comes to this one. Cause Lufisto, you know, talk about uh, when we, when we look back at the year that was 2022, 
And I think Lufisto's debut in Limitless is uh, definitely one of the highlights. Really has brought the energy, connected with the fans, intense, picking up wins. And yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a good one. Lufisto taking on Becca. First time ever. It really feels like the frustrations of the past few months for the pop sensation Becca really boiled over at the end of the match with Domi last month. Um, obviously pushing down Ashley Vox in a sling, dropping Delmi with a spin kick, uh, almost getting a uh, little real catch clothesline there from Ashley at the end of it, but uh, scooting out of Dodge. And she had a lot to say with Sam Laterna. Actually, uh, let's kick it to her comments post-match with Delmi XO after that loss. And we can kind of get a feel for where Beck is at heading into this match with the indie wrestling legend Lou Fisto. How do you justify your actions following your loss to Delmi, attacking both Ashley and Delmi following that match? Justify my actions? Attacking? This is what I am so sick of. I have been the model Limitless Wrestling citizen. I almost defeated Alec Price for the Limitless Wrestling Championship. And this is what I get? No. I'm sick of being the wrestler that they want me to be. It's not me, it's not who I am. So get ready for the real Becca. Because quite frankly, I don't care if any of you guys like it. From here on out, it's all about me. And this fight uh, just announced, uh, as we were, of course, recorded on, uh, on a Tuesday. This announced just yesterday and two days ago, something like that. Lots of buzz for this one. Rip Bison taking on the returning Andy Brown. And as noted here, you know, first time Rip is coming off consecutive losses in Yarmouth, Maine. It hasn't happened to this point. Obviously, he lost in the BLC finals and also to Anthony Green and a handful of belt uh, at the uh, the last show at Chasing Forever. So Andy Brown. Uh, Awesome match against AG, uh, Anthony Green, to uh, kick off the, the first of the two-night war in Enfield that we've been talking about. If you have not seen this yet, for whatever reason, go back and check that on IWTV. It was an awesome match, hard-hitting, first time ever. And Andy uh, making his limitless debut last month of Chasing Forever in that aforementioned four-way that also included Des Cole, Channing Thomas, and Aaron Rourke. And this is going to be a this is going to be like as uh, described Haas fight the uh, unofficial Haas fighting championship is going to be on the line. This is uh this is really good stuff. I know you are pumped about Andy Brown talking a lot about him on social media, and Limitless fans get to see him finally in a one on one opportunity live in person coming up in Yarmouth. Yeah, I think Andy is just hitting on another level right now. It's uh, it's crazy to me that it took us so long to get him in the mix at Limitless Wrestling. Now seeing what he's doing and how good he really is and. Uh, kind of has been like a protege of Anthony Green's in uh, as of late. You know, he had a move to Florida for a little while from California, and uh, he had mentioned this going into the match with AG, as you mentioned at the Limitless versus Blitz a couple weeks ago. AG is just someone who kind of resurrected and saved his career when he wasn't sure what it was going to pan out to be when he moved to Florida. And now relocating to the Northeast, I think, has really opened things up for him. Uh, you can definitely see like pieces of Anthony Green within his style, but it's such a unique style all his own. And uh, I'm curious how Rip is going to take that because it, it's not often that Rip faces too much adversity in terms of losses in Limitless Wrestling. He's a bounce back wrestler. And when he loses, he typically comes back strong. And 
We didn't see it last month. Anthony Green getting a victory there with Rip Bison, as you said, ripping the boot off and getting a handful of that weight belt. And I have to imagine after, you know, coming up short, the runner-up in the Vacation Land Cup this year to Ace Romero on top of how he lost to Anthony Green last month. Despite Andy Brown's uh, abilities, I don't think I'd want to be Andy Brown this month because I think it's going to be rough terrain ahead. But uh, Rip's going to have to really fight this one out because Andy Brown, uh, I, w- I would implore everyone to go watch that match with AG and also his matchup with Brad Cashew from night two where he picked mm-hmm. up a victory. Andy's on another level right now, and it's going to be a new challenge for Rip Bison, which is very, very exciting. Yeah, Rip uh, seems to relish these opportunities when people think he's down. All of a sudden, he, uh, he rips off a, a big win streak, and we'll see if that gets started coming up on uh, on Saturday. at uh, Not this Saturday, but obviously at uh, Fresh Blood coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and then, speaking of AG, this is an interesting match here. All-Stars collide. Anthony Green taking on Beef. And we've seen AG, how he's been like since he returned from Japan. You know, he's getting the wins. But he's, you know, the best thing in wrestling, showing off a different bit, a little bit different attitude these days. Again, the old AG would not have, you know, ripped off a boot and held a pair of, uh, held the, I don't want to say the tights, but the, the belt and cheated to win. And I mean, he was, uh, but the, the success speaks for himself. You know, he's the sole survivor of Team Olympus in, uh, in the Enfield, Connecticut shows. However, he goes up against Beef, who is uh, renewed uh, after he picked a big win to open last month's show against J.D. Drake. He knows what it's like. He knows that uh, he's he wants that Limitless Wrestling title and that opportunity uh, again. And the only way to do it is to go through the, the best of the best. And he's going to get a shot against Anthony Green. This should be, I believe this is the second time ever they've wrestled, first time in Limitless. But this is, uh, they're much different than the, than the first time they competed against each other. And this should be an interesting uh, clash of styles. And, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a hard one to pick. Yeah, I feel like Beef is so hungry right now for success, especially here in Limitless Wrestling, where he's been so close numerous times this year. Uh, had the title fight with Alec Price. Um, was in the Vacation Land Cup this year, not as an alternate, but an actual entrant. Couldn't get past the first round. And uh, I think had the toughest draw in that tournament. And now... Uh, he's going against another former world champion. I think we mentioned it last week. I'll mention it again. He just does not have a good record against guys who are either current or former world champions in Limitless or on the Indies in general. And this is going to be a real make-or-break match for Beef if he wants to continue to be in the upper echelon of Limitless Wrestling. You have to get it done eventually when the lights shine the brightest. And Anthony Green, uh, one of the toughest draws on this roster. He's so innovative and as you said right now, finding new ways to win that we may not have expected from the old AG pre-Japan. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Beef brings to the table here against Anthony Green to figure out. I guess you just have to keep your head on a swivel at this point with AG and uh, just be aware of any any openings that you may give him. But Beef's hungry right now, and uh, I don't think he wants to be denied. And, uh, you know, if obviously – how you perform even outside limitless wrestling. We don't talk about that a lot. That that matters. And Beef uh picking up a big victory this past weekend as we record this at the AEW Gin Line Memorial Tournament out in the Midwest, winning the whole damn thing. So he's uh he must be feeling good, man. He had some st- uh, stiff competition in that one, and he comes in here. Uh he's gonna come in here fresh blood and hopefully look to keep that uh, that surge going. And big beef has really been a you know, we've talked to him on this show, and he's been a standout this year. And I think he, he yeah, he's cresting at the right time. And as we've seen in Limitless, you know, you you get 
everyone gets beat, but it's a question of how you come back. And we've seen, uh, I mean, look at, look at Anthony green. He's a guy that lost the limitless title and came right back and won the damn thing again. And we've seen time and time again, uh, the champions and the guys that are at the upper echelon of the car. They're going to get beat, but it comes a, it, the most important thing is what they do after that. We talked about Rip Bison earlier, you know, beef is, uh, is it had a good surge here. So yeah, it should be a, should be a good one coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, let's see the next, uh, actually, so that's it. As far in terms of matches that are announced, obviously left to be uh, announced for the show or in terms of uh, their matches. I know a guy I'm talking to right now that probably might have an idea of who they're going to compete against. We have, of course, the new limitless wrestling world champion, Ace Romero. I'm very intrigued in seeing who he's going to face at fresh blood, the returning Ava and, and that whole situation with art of course, MSP. Coming off their big win against Dirty Dango and uh, Harry Smith Jr., Dave Boy Smith Jr. Miracle Generation making their debut in Limos. We've talked about them. Obviously, they performed in Let's Wrestle before, but I know a lot of people are going to be excited for them. Ichiban, BRG, Mortar going to announce for the card. So, yes, yeah, this is a rounding out to be a good one. Any other matches you'd like to break on this, considering that it, they make <laughs> this podcast may come out after they're announced? What can you help me with? I tell you what, we'll, we'll talk about one right now because you mentioned Mortar. Um, Kind of a cool parallel because uh, we brought Fresh Blood to Yarmouth. It was actually the very first Yarmouth show was the inaugural Fresh Blood uh, back in 2019. We kicked things off with a Let's Wrestle showcase. It was Alec Price and a man by the name at the time, CJ Cruz, who we now know as Mortar. Mm. And uh, we both know that they stuck around for a little while in Limitless Wrestling and had some success, I would say. Just a little um, bit. So Mortar, uh, he's back at Fresh Blood. Saturday, October 29th, and I think we should give another opportunity to a building block of Let's Wrestle to wrestle Mortar here and maybe have the same kind of success that Alec and Mortar had or at least punch their ticket back to Limitless Wrestling, maybe get themselves a roster spot for uh, shows to come. So it's going to be Mortar versus Kobe Christ, uh, one of the best-kept secrets of the maritime wrestling scene. We haven't seen him in a Limitless ring since the 2019 Vacation Land Cup. I think he was in scramble action, so he's never actually uh, had a singles match in Limitless Wrestling. But if you want to get a feel for Kobe, he actually challenged for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship earlier this year on a Let's Wrestle show against Alec Price, up for free on our YouTube channel. And there's a lot of content uh, pre-pandemic and some pandemic stuff, because if uh, for viewers of The Road, Kobe was featured heavily on the Kaizen Wrestling episode on Season 3 of The Road, um, that you can see online. There's a couple of matches. He wrestled Mia Malik and Charlie Hubley, if you want to check those out. But Kobe, man, uh, we want to talk about innovative and unique competitors. Look no further than Kobe Christ. And uh, I'm looking forward to this match big time for the 29th. Nice. Nice. I like that. I uh, like that scoop. And obviously, uh, Brad Hollister. I, we didn't mention him in the rundown. But he just got announced for the show as well. He's making his return. He had a lot of things to say after his uh, his return that BLC qualifying match came up on the, on the short end of things, but he was he was fired up. I'm interested in see what he does uh, on at Fresh Blood. Yeah, that's someone who really deserves an opportunity to do something big because uh, I think we talked about it at the time, but I mean, looking back, uh, Brad was poised to have such a big 2019. It looked like in Limitless Wrestling, he came to Limitless, upset Christian Casanova to punch that's his right. ticket to the Vacation Land Cup. He was going to go one on one with Ace Romero in the first round and. Blew his knee to smithereens, and uh, he was not around for the remainder of that year. And then, of course, the pandemic kicked in, and it was all closed tapings from there. And just that, you know, that's legitimately someone who got lost in the shuffle. And 
recently. I, I think in the best shape of his career, doing great stuff right now. And uh, I think this is the show where he could find himself a fit long-term in Limitless Wrestling. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, looking forward to it. So yeah, this, we'll uh, we'll have more matches announced, obviously, on the Limitless Wrestling shows, social media channels, as well as uh, LimitlessWrestling.com uh, backslash news. You get to read all about that. Let's uh, let's flip ahead to the Let's Wrestle fundraiser for Eric Johnson. We talked about that uh, several weeks ago. Saturday, November 5th at the Indoor Yard Sale on 80 Rudman Road in fabulous Brewer, Maine. Tickets uh, for the front row are already, already sold out. However, you can get general admission tickets still available. Just 15 bucks at limitlesswrestling.com backslash Let's Wrestle. Of course, this is the fundraiser for Maine's Mutant Mastodon. Tours quad last month. All proceeds from the show are going to go to him. And we're starting to get some names and some interesting ones, people from the past. A lot of the names I'm sure we'll hear in the future. Of course, the uh, the one and only Belfast Bulldog, Dave Dyer, one of John Alba's favorite wrestlers, taking on Malik Logan. We have The Vibe, a.k.a. MSP. They'll be on the show. Champ Matthews making his return. The greatest story ever told. Champ Matthews. Hopefully he'll bring that uh, yellow tux. That would be great. Maine's wrestling legend, Adam Booker. Of course, formerly EWA. He was in the house uh, for the last Limitless Wrestling show. The Mariner, Dylan Nix. Of course, the masshole, Mike McCarthy, coming out of uh, a, a sojourn to return to the ring. And then, of course, the Let's Wrestle champion himself, Matt Daniels, and the, the aka the outlier. Now, Randy, I wanted to ask you about this because I saw us on social the other day that he's got uh, he's got some issues. So when this was he announced, does have some issues, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So this, you know, this was announced he's going to defend the show. However, he said that something needs to be addressed with Limitless before he signs on to defend the title. So what's going on here? What could you tell us? I mean, I'd love to know like you would, Josh, but uh, Mac Daniels loves to have everybody hang on his every word and loves to be the topic of conversation. So I don't even want to really give this too much attention until we hear what he has to say. Uh, I would offer for him to come on the podcast, but I know that he would fade my text, so I, I don't even worry about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that we'll we'll hear from Mac when he wants to speak, but uh there was a statistic pointed out by Bradford the Barber actually on Twitter when we announced that Mac would be defending the title uh, from the Less Wrestle accounts that in the nine months that he has been champion, this will only be the third time that he has defended the Let's Wrestle title on a Let's Wrestle show, mm. which is kind of crazy. He's missed a lot of them that were uh, early spring and midsummer of this year and really has been popping up only on Limitless shows. So I think there's... Uh, some contention with the less wrestle fan base about Mac Daniels being the champion and a quote unquote fighting champion, which many feel he is not. So uh, I'm eager to hear what he has to say. I, I can't imagine what the actual gripe could be at this point. Yeah. Eager is one way of putting it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what's going on with him, but hopefully he's going to defend the title. Uh, but again, he's got to figure out these issues and, and with you and limitless and all this stuff. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll wait with bated breath to see what happens, but, uh, yeah, let's wrestle Saturday, November 5th. And I wanted to ask you, how is, uh, Eric doing? Eric's doing well. Um, I got to see him maybe a week and a half ago. Um, everything post-surgery is going well and how it should be. So he's in good spirits. Um, Obviously, the, you know, torn quad uh, first month or so after surgery, there's not too much you can do. So um, he's kind of chilling right now and uh, looks like he'll be able to attend the show, which is uh, awesome to hear. And um, I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of fun stuff planned for this one. And I think by the next time we talk, uh, we'll have a better grasp of the card, too, that we can talk about and dive into. But, uh, yeah, like you said, front row sold out. Uh, only $15 for general admission. It's going to be a really fun show, and it's kind of uh, – 
feels like a love letter to main wrestling. So if you're a big time fan of the main wrestling scene, like I am and um, faces from the past and the future as well, uh, it's going to be a fun night of action. So I would uh, definitely make your way out to Brewer if you can, November 5th, uh, good cause. And we're going to have some fun raffles with some cool stuff. That's going to be raffled off that night too, to raise some funds for Eric. All right, we'll uh, we'll flip to some news real quick. Blitzkrieg. So we never really talked about the the results from the the two night war. We obviously gloated that uh, Limitless Wrestling picked up the win. Anthony Green, the sole survivor. But want to get your thoughts on uh, on both uh, both nights of action, uh, both available, of course, on IWTV. Yeah, my thoughts are we whooped them. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. Um, I, I had a great time. Um, I love that venue, uh, the House of Pierogies in Enfield, Connecticut. Beautiful venue for professional wrestling. I thought Andy Brown and Anthony Green was one of the matches that stole the weekend. I know we talked about it already, but um, I really enjoyed their match that kicked off night one. Uh, I'll also have to say the five on five that closed night two, the the Survivor Series style elimination match. I have not witnessed a live like elimination tag of that caliber that was that good. I I was blown away by how much fun that match was to watch and. Uh, kept you on the edge of your seat. Uh, that's another one I would implore you to go out of your way to watch. But um, really fun weekend because uh, these are a lot of matches and a lot of wrestlers that don't always intermingle on independent shows. It's cool when you can kind of blend two rosters, even though, but like we were talking about with the Shook crew, there are some similarities. And there's always going to be that when there's uh, local promotions going at one another. But uh, I actually thought that there were a lot of different pieces of these rosters that meshed really well. And created for some fun matches that you normally wouldn't see on either a Limitless or a Blitzkrieg show. So uh, like you said, they're both available on demand on IWTV if you want to check them out and uh, do a little catch up before fresh blood. But uh, I had a blast. And also I I wanted to mention the tryout show that we had um, Saturday afternoon. That's starting to hit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. We just dropped Hayden Backlund versus Haley Dillon who are two graduates of the Grapplers Anonymous Wrestling School. Check that one out. Uh, Fancy Ryan Clancy versus Lucas Chase, as well as Pedro Donez and Antonio Zambrano versus Jay Macias and Sebastian Sakura. So three of them are up right now, youtube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. Let us know who you like, if anybody sticks out in those matches, because uh, that's what it's all about is, uh, you know, seeing who people like and seeing who shows up and shows out. I didn't even uh, mention this going into the the Blitzkrieg shows is our MSP are the Blitzkrieg Tag Team Champions. So I mean, I I didn't even see a potential sleeper cell right in front of me. Right, now. I'm glad everything turned out okay. But I keep my uh, keep my eyes on those guys for the future. Uh, I speaking of, however, you put over Dan Barry on uh, on social media. You love that guy. Maybe we'll see him in a Limitless Wrestling ring at some point. Dude, I thought Dan had an incredible weekend. Um... Was in tag team action, teaming with 50 Cal throughout the weekend. Uh, actually, on on one night, challenge for the Blitzkrieg Pro Tag Titles against MSP. So that's right. Um, I was really impressed with Dan. I just think Dan holds it down and um, really fun to watch and so crisp in the ring. It's crazy. Uh, I do think that Dan's someone that we got to get back up here at some point. He's never been in Yarmouth. Uh, the only show that I believe he's ever been on for Limitless was. Uh, one of the first Portland club shows, maybe it was the first Portland club show that we ever did, but uh, that's the only time. Uh, let's see. Can that's we good kick qu- it? I think it was. Let's see. <laughs> Can we kick it? Yeah. Uh, April, 2017, the Portland club, he was involved in a multi-person match that include Xavier Bell, 
Alexander Lee, Josh Briggs, Owen Brody, Kay Katana, Jimmy Lloyd, Manny Martinez, and Dan Barry. A fucking eight man scramble. What a mess. Yeah. Xavier is Xavier Bell still still wrestling. I'm not really not familiar with that name. He's not. Uh Xavier Bell, he was a huge part of early limitless. Um, I believe Mike Labby shared a statistic one time. I think he wrestled on the first 18 limitless shows, something like that. Wow. Uh, maybe it was 13, but um he was around so much in the early days. He's a product of the uh, Biff Busick wrestling camps that he would do in Rhode Island back in the day. I met him through Ace Romero, actually, because he would started running the roads with Ace Romero. Um, I remember there was this Comic-Con show for IWE that he came up for and ended up wrestling Bushwhacker Luke in one of his very first matches. Uh, that's quite an experience, I would say, but... Bell had some, he had some awesome matches back in the day for Limitless. Uh, I think back to him and AG from uh, the one year anniversary show, um, him wrestling Tommaso Ciampa as well. Um, there was a wild six person tag match where he teamed with Brian Malonis and Mike Grassa against Tabernacle Trio. Uh, one of my favorite matches from like early Limitless. But uh, Bell's doing good, has a good job. He's out of wrestling now, but uh, living the life uh let's see and that let me ask since you just brought mike Labby, and then we'll, we'll go to the rest of the news uh la tabernacle trio they still working because he when he was on this podcast he loves those guys and he would love to see them come back are they are they done or what's the deal with them i've been in talks with uh matthew saint jacques for probably a year or so again um because they uh it's tough for canadian wrestlers to get over here consistently it really is um, such a process sometimes. And obviously like there's always the worry of getting the, getting the ban like Mike Bailey did for five years. Um, so you got to do it right. Um, but I, I've been talking to them, you know, uh, since kind of, uh, the border started to loosen up and, uh, Canadians could travel over here without, uh, too much trouble. I've been talking with him and also Bucks Belmar recently, got back into wrestling, I would say, within the past like month, month and a half. So uh, I've been in contact pretty thoroughly with the two of them. Um, I'm hoping that we can get them uh, on the team consistently moving forward because I think especially right now, they'd be perfect fits for what we have going on. Gotcha. So you heard her first. The Tabernacle Trio is going to be coming in for the inaugural uh, Limitless Wrestling Trios Championship at WrestleProm in March. Is that what we're saying? Confirmed? Yeah, that's, that's a lot to put out there at once, Josh. I don't know All about right. that. Well, book it, sauce it, as JR would say. Uh, So speaking of uh, old people, that old people, not old people, people that used to be in Limitless in the past, definitely a better way of saying that. Anyway, Jody Threat and Kid Chocolate Mo Jabari made their AW Dark and Dark Elevations debut this week. I just saw the Jody Threat Athena match, which was, I'm not just saying, this is really good. Like, it got intense. The crowd was behind... uh, was uh solidly behind Jody Threat, obviously, because the show was uh taped in Toronto. And this was a uh, hard hitting. She she took some crazy ass bumps. Have you seen this match yet? I have not. I got to watch the match, but I saw an insane thread that uh just had a video of Jody Threat getting her shit whipped and then uh getting like floored to the outside over the top rope. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, but- Basically, she got front suplexed out of the ring, just like just basically dropped. And then Athena does this running drop kick. And it was like all of a sudden, like it, it was almost like this, the, the video fast forwarded. She just accelerated. Jody Threat goes flying back. Her neck hits the gu- the barricade. I'm like, holy shit. 
Uh, it was one that like in wrestling you see so much where you don't really say holy shit a lot i was like audibly like holy shit like she looked like she got decapitated yeah solid match i i mean look they were shooting at one point i don't know like it was it was intense but it was a good match i'd love to see her get an opportunity uh there again uh for sure and obviously in the limitless wrestling ring and then uh i haven't seen the the mo jabari match i i don't know if it's on uh tuesday's dark or it, it's obviously out there by the time we talk but yeah to uh limitless wrestling alumni getting their shot shot to shine north of the board in AEW. yeah i think that's gonna drop probably the day that we tape this the night that we tape this but uh <clears throat> also for longtime main wrestling fans you saw jeremy profit on that episode as well who was uh, a mainstay when I first broke into the business of main wrestling, specifically IWE and NWA on fire, um, a wild card, but, a, but a nice dude. Uh, he was on there as well in mixed tag action, I believe. Yeah. Against uh, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford. Yeah. That was, uh, that opened up that, uh, elevation. So yeah, good for them. Uh, also good for them. Good for you. Limos Dojo celebrating four years in business this month, right? So not only do you have the just past the uh, seventh anniversary mark, but another uh, another impressive uh, anniversary as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I just realized that uh, today as we were getting things together for this podcast, um, this this coming week marks four years actually of us being open, and it was it was really just something uh, at the start that we were you know trying to find a place to throw the ring up so that locals could have a chance to work out, and maybe we could uh, set up a few seminars. I don't know if we really had. Uh, too much of an idea of actually putting a consistent school together. And now uh, we got four classes a week and about 25 students in rotation. So um, it's a testament to uh, the trainer's hard work throughout the, the four years of us being open and uh, their consistency and their dedication to it. Uh, that's Danger Kid. That's Aiden Agro, Alexander Lee, Eric Johnson, uh, Ace Romero in the mix as well. Um, and, uh, we, we've just built such a core community here that is uh, really the dojo crew. I, I shudder to think about what we did without them uh, on, on live events and on rentals. And uh, even the, even the local, like I, I went to a show in Corinna the other night, it was a fundraiser show and I'm looking at the card and literally half the matches and some of the full matches themselves are all dojo students. And I was, I was very impressed that like, just uh, how well everybody's doing and they're sticking to it. And uh, I don't know. It's cool, man. Uh, it's been a fun ride and it's been uh, a lot to figure out, a lot of different things to do to maintain what we're doing here. But uh, everybody pulls their weight and makes it happen. And coincide with that, just you have a, a new mini documentary. Is this, this going to be a series or is it just a, I haven't got a chance to see this. My first match. Tell me about that. Yeah, it was just uh, that was something that was kind of on a whim. Uh, I, I do think there'll be more episodes of this, but it's going to be one of those uh, kind of series that is going to come with new episodes whenever they warrant them. Not necessarily uh, not necessarily going to be an episode like a week or a month or anything. But I was uh, heading down to the Skowhegan Fair this August with uh, Donkey Boy Bandit and Levi Spade, who were two of our students who were making their pro wrestling debuts. So I just kind of decided to document that first day and what it was like for them. And uh, it's just a quick little like two and a half minute piece, but uh, worth your time to check out on the YouTube channel. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on, uh, it's on all of our dojo socials as well. If you're not following at limitless dojo on Instagram and Twitter, but um, yeah, just something we wanted to put together and uh, 
I think that's going to be cool for those guys to look back on in like five or six years and see uh, where they were at and what they were doing for their first match. And uh, I, I wish it was something that we did years ago because uh, now, uh, you know, to look back at like Mac Daniels first match or Dave Dyer or uh, Dylan Nix, for example, um, I think that would have been cool. But uh, now we have the resources to kind of do things like that and see how they turn out. So uh, check that out and let us know what you think of something like that. Very cool. Uh, and also talking about uh, talent, limitless wrestling talents appearing elsewhere. Dirty Dango uh, showed up on Impact Wrestling last since the last time we talked, talk, appearing at Bound for Glory, challenging Brian Myers for the Digital Media Championship. He's got the the blonde lettuce now going uh, going blonde. So yeah, Dirty Dango uh, seems like he's he's somewhat recovered from that devastating loss to uh, MSP at uh, Chasing Forever. Yeah, whole new do. I think uh, sometimes a whole new do can change you and. Uh... Yeah, on um, making his impact debut against Brian Myers, very cool for him, and uh, hopefully it leads to more. That's right. Yeah, MSP whooped his ass so bad he turned blonde. How about that? <laughs> uh, and uh, so we'll get out of here with some plugs and stuff. Obviously, we'll talk more about Fresh Blood uh, next week as we approach the. Uh, we'll have the final card set, ticket updates, all that good stuff as well. Some plugs. I know you've had uh, some people talking. You've people have seen the Limitless Wrestling TV show pop up on uh, PMC. Public Access Channel 5 in Greater Portland at 8.30 p.m. on Fridays, replays during the week. So people seem to be uh, seeing the show at different times, huh? Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened because this has been – we've talked about it for weeks, and it's been playing for, I think, like two months, maybe two and a half months now. But this past Friday's episode, for some reason, I had four people hit me up uh, within the half hour that it aired, and, and one of them was a post in the Fans of Limitless group page. But – uh, it was popping off this week. People, people finally found it and saw where it was at, which is awesome to see. So yeah, at PMC Channel Five, eight thirty p.m. every Friday night. Uh, it's going to be a mix of uh, some recent stuff. I think this past week's episode was two matches from Chasing Forever last month, actually. So some stuff you're going to get is as recent as it can be, mm-hmm. and uh, other things. I think I just submitted an episode that had uh, like a 2017 Ethan Page match and a 2018. Anthony Green match. Um, it's just, you're going to get different things every time, so uh, they're kind of cool little uh, little combinations of episodes. And uh, yeah, just, just shout us out when you see those uh, listed. All right. Obviously, you can check out full shows on IWTV, like the aforementioned Chasing Forever, the two Blitzkrieg shows, all types of other stuff in the past. And we got a little bit of time for the next Limitless show, so you have plenty of time to catch up. And also, you know, sharpen those pencils for your year end uh, votes and what you think and. We'll be talking about that uh, in the next two months ahead uh, as well. Uh, Pluto TV, you can obviously check out the first two seasons of The Road. And also on social media, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter. Again, uh, the Limitless Dojo Twitter as well. Randy underscore Carver LW on Twitter. Josh Nason on Twitter. And obviously Limitless Wrestling for all your ticket, merchandise, and news needs. That's right. You can get all the news about upcoming matches, new additions, and, and all the good stuff as well. And for that week, for this week, that's going to do it. For Andy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. And until next time, be limitless.